want to have great plants? Kill a dinosaur! This is Jackie. It's like watching paint dry. If the paint was piss, it's like watching piss dry. I'm Justin. I just wrecked everyone's afternoon. I'm Sam, and this is Theodore Rex on Stinker Madness. What's that smell? <laughs> I don't know about you, but I'm thirsty as fuck. Thirsty, thirsty, thirsty as fuck. Hey, look at me! Thrill me. If you come back in here, I'm gonna hit you with so many rights, you're gonna beg for a left. Thrill me. Beg for a left. Thrill me. Hello and welcome to Sneaker Madness, the podcast about bad movies for bad movie lovers by bad movie lovers. This week on the show, Sam dials up a piece of shit. Just from <laughs> 1993. Piece starring, of shit. Star- I, I want to say I have more impressive shit than this movie. Starring Whoopsie Goldberg called Theodore Rex from 1993. I think I said 1993 six times. Yeah. But you know what? Might as well. Because <laughs> 93. Back in the 90s. Like Ja Rule and stuff. Ja Rule. <laughs> you know, he's from the 2000s. Shout out to my man, Ja. Where's Ja? <laughs> um, who else we got in this thing? Uh, Richard Roundtree. Richard Roundtree. On his, got it, what, fourth appearance on Stinker Man? Something like that. Uh, I know Steel and uh, uh, Q, the Winged Serpent. Uh-huh. Uh, I think there was something else. Uh, and then, this- didn't we do, did we do uh, To the Hard Way? Or no, through the hard no, way? We hadn't no, done through no, the hard no. way yet? We also haven't done Shaft in Africa. Okay. Um, is this Whoopsie's first appearance? Probably. I think it might be. Jackie, can you remember another Whoopsie movie we've done? No, I don't I don't think she's been on yet. Okay, all right. She's got a couple other buddy cop movies that are yeah. probably okay. Yeah, no, I, I think we're going to have to do Ghost. She's, oh, oh, no. <laughs> oh, barf. Uh, she's one of the few EGOT hers because sure. she's an egot winner and then she's got a razzie as well so where'd she get the razzie for this no she got nominated oh she, she got nominated oh maybe she doesn't have a razzie yeah, i don't think she's got i don't think she's an egotter but she was close who won the razzie for worst actress this year i wonder this year no the 1993 if she didn't win who did i don't know i do know though that she's the only person to ever be nominated for a dtv movie this is the only thing that's ever been Direct to video that ever got a nomination. Interesting. I wonder if that'll change in the next in the coming years. If if Roma gets to be nominated, you know, for best picture, does that sure? Mean that, uh... Yeah, and that's another thing. Like this was uh, the most expensive movie ever direct to video because they mm-hmm. couldn't put it in theaters. But then it, it was intended to go to theaters it was, originally. Yeah, and then just recently, Netflix's Outlaw King cost like close to two hundred million, shattering the shit out of that. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, actually, the Worst actress, the one that got the Razzie for 1993, was Mich- Melanie Griffith. Oh, and for Shining Through. Huh, I haven't I seen Shining Through. Yeah, I wonder huh. if she gets them out. She probably gets them out. <laughs> I like when she gets them out. <laughs> hey, Don, I've seen your wife's boobs and your she daughter's. Was more recently Gross. married to Antonio Banderas. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, true. yeah, but they're divorced now too. I guess. Huh. Well, you know, whatever. Um, what else you got about? Uh, 
this Well, beyond thing. those two little interesting tidbits that I just went through, I, the person that we should mention that's in this, that the the sort of fallen furthest star would be Bud Court, who has to play the uh, one-eyed little guy or whatever. Uh-huh, right. He's Harold and Harold and Maude. Right. And fucking Brewster McCloud. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, boy. What happened, man? Uh, even though it's a terrible performance, he's probably the best in this movie. Uh, <laughs> I mean... I think the little kid was the best. The kid was the awful. awful. <laughs> Especially when he gets stolen in the non-video arcade machine. Right. Uh, this, oh, God. The production design on this movie is... I mean, this is where the Razzies honestly should have a special consideration award for production design. I know it's not sexy, but wow, was this bad? Yeah, and actually, Goldberg had said that ninety, like the director and the cinema, and I don't even know if it was the cinematographer, but like her and the director are two of the only people that made it all the way through. The entire crew had right. turned over completely. Yeah, like it's a it's a Tommy Wiseau style production. Yeah. Mm. I'm out of here. <laughs> Where did everybody go? They left. They hate you. They're never coming back. Uh, what do you got about the director, Sam? Oh, uh, Jonathan R. Beetle, I guess. B2L? Beetle? B2L? Beetle. It's B-E-T-U-E-L. We huh. would know him from writing okay. My Science Project and The Last Starfighter. Ooh, My my Science Project. I love My Science Project. Did you? Yeah. Okay. It was uh, one of my favorite movies when I was a kid. Beyond that, not a lot. It stinks. Did some TV stuff. Um, he's got a pretty short career, and he retired after this. Oh. He says that he retired. <laughs> not that uh-huh. no one will ever let him do anything in film again afterwards, uh, and then blamed it its failure on improper marketing. Right. So that's actually what I want to do right now. Jackie, how should they have marketed this? <laughs> oh, oh man, spring this on me. Okay. So first off, we need to have a, a deal with a major franchise restaurant. Pizza Hut. Yeah. Oh, is that who had this? I'm, I'm Pizza Hut would, uh, you know, you get the plastic cups, you know, the, the collectors collect sure. all four. If you, I think if you're going to do a failed movie marketing deal, you have to go with Taco Bell. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's, yeah. let's do Taco okay. Bell. All right. The top of the plastic cup is the... Uh, the top half of uh, a dino, right. T-Rex, yeah. dinosaur yeah, guy, he, dinosaur detective. Is straw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it, it comes with a cool bendy straw. Uh, you know, the, the toys are going to be those ones like uh, that have the little wheels on the bottom of them. And you pull them back and it winds them up and then you let them go and they go on their own. Uh, right, right, right. Like the villainous uh, vehicles. And, and one thing I want to make sure that in our uh, Taco Bell tie-in that everything doesn't look like anything in the movie. No. Like, none of it matches like up. Like, E.T. the video game <laughs> right. levels of not matching up. Right. right, so it's just a regular T-Rex. It, it, act- it, yeah, it has tiny arms instead yeah. of the normal person-sized arms that Theodore yeah. does. And if it breaks open and it spills GHB into your drink, <laughs> it's made in China. Can I have another, please? Yeah. Like, well, this fucking blast is great. <laughs> Who wants to touch me? <laughs> then I think they really should have put it out on billboards uh, where the dinosaur tail is coming off of the billboard. Of course. Uh, you know, and it's got like a little skateboarding kit on it <laughs> <laughs> on the tail. You sure. know, because we had the, the roller skate kids, right? And they're skating on the tail. Like, it's a whale of a tale of adventure. <laughs> Wait, like, is there somebody's? St- on his skating on his tail, yeah. yeah on the somebody, the, see, I think that you get like you can do that with even more, where you have him 
back to back with Whoopi Goldberg and they have guns. The buddy his cop tail pose. is coming out from between her legs and the kid's skateboarding on it. So <laughs> it looks like Whoopi Goldberg has a 12 foot dick with a kid skating on it. <laughs> I love it. Uh, yeah. And then, you know, we got to have the lounge singer, uh, Molly Rex. Right. His girlfriend. Uh, billboards for the ladies, you know, and she could be uh, sitting on a lounge sofa uh-huh. with some sexy lingerie on uh-huh. and uh, lots of sparkles behind her and big uh, feather fans. The glamour of dinosaurs. Right. And she's got a Coke. And, yeah. You know, like a, a, a ding. Pepsi, because it's Taco Bell. Well, yeah. yeah. Okay, sure. sure. And uh, let's see what else could we do. We could do some backpacks for kids from Walmart. Mm, mm-hmm. uh, you know, they could have backpacks, uh t-shirts but they never say uh everybody do the dinosaur because they were too cheap to buy that for this movie right too expensive and you can't get any t-rex songs either because they're just they're too good they're too good (laughs) (laughs) uh you know but walmart decides to use the ever popular uh kids tune for their uh jack-in-the-box dinosaur toy right which nobody wants and uh it, it just goes, Tyrannosaurus Rex is Diana King. If it wasn't for him, we would have a happy ending. Doom, doom, doom. It won't doom, stop. Doom, doom, doom. And then the dinosaur pops out of the box. Um, sometimes. 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 <laughs> Most of the time, it just breaks and falls over. <laughs> just goes. Yeah. Kill me! Yeah. I'm an abomination. <laughs> I'm a thing that shouldn't be. <laughs> uh, then we'll have some action figures that uh, you know. You push the button on the back, and they they all say like at least three phrases. Oh no! Phrases I'm out. There that shouldn't you can't be any underst- toys. That you can't understand. <laughs> there because you be- can't understand half the people in this movie. This is the type of movie that fucks up in every way, including the merchandising. So there's no toys. It, it's it's merchandising tie-in is everything that kids don't want. Pencils. L- like pencils and glue. <laughs> pencils where the eraser just smudges the shit. Like it makes its own color. Rather than erasing. <laughs> right, right. Just pink smears all over the paper. So you can't even be studious with the pencil. Right. So when your mom comes in and like, I bought you everything you like from your favorite movie. You're like, I hate this movie yeah. and I hate this stuff. <laughs> like, Remember when we watched you love it, it and I pooped? <laughs> I pooped on the chair because I... It made me poop myself. <laughs> I liked that movie, and I yeah. thought you did too. And then your mom cries for a month because she's losing your relationship. Like, time's going on, and my babies are drifting away, and the one thing we had was Theodore Rex, yeah. but I guess it was bullshit this whole time. Yeah, she just had too much of the GHB in her Baja Blast. <laughs> mom, tone it down. You're a junkie. <laughs> She starts dressing like uh, Molly Rex, right? From her from her hit numbers. Yeah, right. Uh, speaking of other things that were obviously not the case, uh, a lot of the actors signed on thinking that it was going to be computer dinosaurs like Jurassic Park. Oh, good. How do you think? Okay, one, uh, not the same kind of budget. Let's back up. Uh, Jurassic Park was what ninety one? I want to say. It had to be like right before this. What what was the budget? Because it wasn't small on Jurassic Park. It was pretty big, but it was what I mean. Like I thought it was over a hundred. You think really? Yeah, because T one had already sort of kicked that door down. You mean T two? T two. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, James Cameron kicked that, so it was probably encroaching on that. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, you can't do computer 
dinosaurs for 30 30, million in 93 no when also that doesn't really matter if you what is the computer dinosaur going to help with the script right and how's it going to help with the acting because nobody here is an a-lister other than bud court yeah well he's not an a-lister but he at least knows how to act sure yeah you know you got to have talent (laughs) to work with was whoopsie an a-lister she was an a-lister oh she's always been an a-lister she just stinks why doesn't she have any eyebrows? She, I don't know what that condition's called, but she doesn't have any hair. Oh, so she's got alopecia. Yes. Alopecia. Alopecia. Okay. Is it? I didn't realize that. Yeah. I thought like you just get alopecia at a certain age. No. <laughs> no. You're born with it? No. It's like being an albino? <laughs> at a certain age, everything just falls off. You just no, become. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, like it was an, like an old person's disease. Like, like you know. <laughs> No, I got the yep. <laughs> no you're, you turn 47, all your hair falls out, and you're ready to be shot out of a cannon because <laughs> you're smoother, and you lube you up, and you shoot farther that way. It's time for carousel. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm 35. Time to float into the sky. Um, so what's alopecia? You don't have any hair? It, it causes you to lose all of your hair all over your body. So is it genetic? Like you're born with it or what? Uh, yes. So she's always been... Well, she might have person. had hair. She might have had hair as a as a kid, but okay. most of the time it starts affecting you later huh. in life. Um, it's very rare that you will develop alopecia as a an adolescent, but you can. Is there any negatives? You just have to buy wigs if you're a lady if you care. Well, you don't have to. I mean, Persis Kambata, right? She's a hot looking robot. I don't know. I mean, like the positives seem to be okay. Like I'm pretty tired of shaving. Like I mean, I'm really tired of shaving. I would be totally down with not having hair. Yeah, you didn't want teeth for a while. <laughs> yeah, you That's also true. wanted yeah. dentures. Yeah. Well, I, was gonna be I don't have to brush them. I mean, like, the less I have to do, the better, right? Sure. sure. Like, I mean, you know, let's, 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 uh, you know, I'm well, all about being a cyborg and stuff, but let's just start with not having body hair so I don't have to fucking get boogers stuck in my nose hair all the time. Yeah. She also, didn't she almost get married to Ted Danson? Yeah, right. So the yeah, know. he did blackface. <laughs> did he? Yeah, I don't know if you guys remember that. You know, uh, shout out to Ralph Northam. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Ted Danson did blackface too. Oh, uh, he's still working. <laughs> he is. Wow. Yeah, not cool. No. Everybody, throw your yearbooks away. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ted Danson. I wasn't popular enough to get in my yearbook. <laughs> what? I showed up child. to picture day and they were like, no, you're good. They just found a picture of someone else and put it in there. Yeah. Like, they didn't know who you were. That's not him. Really? That's just a painting of Benjamin Franklin. That's a, no, that's a, that's a publicity shot of uh, the Partridge family. Right. It's Danny Bonaducci. That's doesn't a, even look like him. That's an armadillo. <laughs> it is wearing a nice jacket. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, what else, Sam? Is there anything That's else? about it. Like, that was my second question, is how do you go, oh, yeah, the computer dinosaurs, uh-huh. is, that's going to help Yeah. this. No. 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 So that's about it. Uh, Jackie, this is a movie that takes place in a futuristic society. I can't even really say anything. It's just a future society. It's not a utopia or a dystopia or anything. I don't think. It's just like... Cleveland. Yeah. Um, but everything is dinosaur. It's sort of. But they brought the dinosaurs back to life. So this is not like 
the dinosaurs have been ruling the planet and the right. humans were recreated. Mm-hmm. This is a human planet right. where we brought back the dinosaurs. It's Jurassic but now, Park. Yeah, but now everything universe. is dinosaur. Okay. So all the lounge clubs, all the hotels, they're all dinosaur uh, themed and oriented. And it's like, no, I'm pretty sure that if the people brought the dinosaurs back, they would just be in a fucking zoo. Well, let's talk about... The and then co- okay. the zoo would sell steaks for the Tyrannosaurus Rex. 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 Display, right? You know how they do. Uh, you know, you, you buy some popcorn or whatever to feed the ducks. Uh, they would have, like, this guy, and he's got, like, a cooler, and he's like, steaks, yeah? Get your steaks, here yeah, to feed the dinosaur. To feed the Rex. <laughs> and so then you buy a steak for five bucks, and then you get to <laughs> chuck it at the dinosaur, and the dinosaur like, jumps up in the air and eats it. And he says, fuck you, $5 steaks. Look <laughs> <laughs> at these rigging pork chops. I don't Dude. think that was how uh, Jurassic World went, Jackie. I mean, <laughs> I do seem to remember a dinosaur eating an entire orca whale. Or no, it was a shark. Yeah, I mean, $5 steak. $5 steak. Well, they got to sell a lot of them to pay for the exhibit, but, you know, they, I think that this could work. Uh, I, this is why I should be a zoo director, because uh, I'd be like, we're going to get a Tyrannosaurus Rex, and then we're going to sell the steaks for five bucks. Yeah, uh, and I don't think the dinosaurs would ever really, like, jump up and grab the steaks. I think he would just throw a steak at a dinosaur and hit it in the side of the face. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> stop. <laughs> stop it. I wanted to talk to you about the costumes, though. What costumes? The dinosaur costumes. I mean, everything was a costume in this thing. Oh, my God. Okay, so Whoopsie Goldberg. uh, You know, she looked pretty hot. Did she? Uh, She had a nice looking body in this this movie. Uh, Um, I really felt like her costume accentuated that, and I thought that was cool. All right. Um, Not for me. The dinosaurs. Wow. Uh, A little rubbery. A little rubbery. (laughs) They're the, uh, the one the lost dinosaur. control of his eye at one point. They're yeah. the dinosaurs from Dinosaurs, well, the those, TV show. They looked better in Dinosaurs, the TV show. They? Yeah, they did. Yeah. Okay. Uh, a little more animated. They didn't, uh, they didn't get lazy eye. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. The one lost control of his eye. The, it's because he was, Rex. he was drinking the GHB Baja yeah. Blast. Yeah. He had a whole scene with him, Whoopi, and uh, Roundtree where he's... His head wouldn't lift all the way up, and his eyes were only halfway open. <laughs> so, like, they're talking, and if he his voice matched what was happening with his body, he would just been going, rah, 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 rah. <laughs> and then whoopsie would have to go. I'm pretty sure Theodore's having a stroke because <laughs> that's what he looked like. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I also thought that the the lounge singer Molly Rex had some uh, her costume when she first came out. Right when we first see her, is very regal. It's very sparkly. Uh, and then they take off her skirt. Okay. And I think it's supposed to be risque, but then you're just like, okay, it's a dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> but they still made it so you couldn't see her legs. So you yeah. were like, all right, so just another skirt. Cool. Uh, I also liked the uh, the weird dinosaur that was in love with Whoopsie Goldberg and that kept waving at her. I thought his animatronic fingers were pretty good. <laughs> Why wouldn't they just be a person's fingers? I don't think they're animatronic no, figures. There's just a guy in a suit. <laughs> yes. Well, he did a good job then. And then that, it was a different guy in a suit six days later. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm going to say that the the evil henchmen that, that had straw for hair. The grass men. The grass right. men. Right. I don't know what they were. They were just like 
pretty much a mop with some red eyes that they put out there. Right. I don't, yeah. I don't know what they were. And uh, I did not like the anima. I don't know whether he was a zombie or an animatronic guy with the weird eye. That's Bud Court. Yeah. He just has a weird eye. He an had a. Uh, you really like that word this episode. Animatronic. You mean like a cyborg or a yeah. robot? Yeah. He, all he had was like a fake stitch. And a poker chip glued over his eye. Yeah, yeah, I think he was just a guy with with a missing eye, Jackie. <laughs> it was just, I didn't like him and at all. At, at this point, a missing career. Right. Yeah. It's like, I was fucking Brewster McCloud. <laughs> and then the Loki character. The Loki character. <laughs> what was his name? You mean not Lance Hendrickson? Not Lance Hendrickson. Stephen McCaddy. Yeah, Stephen McCaddy, the, the third piece of the Lance Hendrickson, Peter Weller, Stephen McCaddy trifecta of which guy is this right now right right it's always that with those three he was in the fountain <laughs> wow so he's got a weird long earlobe just on one side um, i don't know what he is either i think he's supposed to be an elf of some kind because he is dressed like in cosplay for a majority of this movie um yeah he's got capes and shit and i'm like oh okay and he's got long hair like i am the only highlander yes yeah. right. <laughs> and he's, but he's purple and green but then it's like chinese so he's got like this oriental joker thing happening but then he is totally the highlander after that <laughs> yeah <laughs> Uh, and then, you know, we get the the main bad guy. Yeah, he just had regular suits on. Yeah, what's that guy? That Armin Mueller-Stahl. Yeah, yeah, he's been around. So, yeah. you know, nothing really to report there. The, uh, the like butterfly man. Shitty Dabney Colvin. The toy maker, the butterfly guy. Uh-huh. Um, you know, might as well put a him in blackface. because he's making <laughs> he's... his second appearance. Yeah. Oh, yeah, what else was he in? Uh, uh, Never Too Young to Die. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, was he uh, yeah, the, the buddy? Yeah. yeah, dude, he's yeah. great. Never too young to die. Mm-hmm. He's got, uh, you know, the traditional samurai outfit on. I'm like, you're a toy maker. Why the fuck do you have a samurai outfit on other than that you... He's not even a toy maker. We'll get to that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But, you know, that's his name in this movie. It's like, why does he have to have a samurai outfit on? Oh, because he lives in Ninja Street. Right. Okay, that that's not cool. Not cool. Um, you know, so overall, I'm going to say that... Uh, my favorite was the, I, I believe he was a homosexual dinosaur. Okay. Uh, he had the beret on uh-huh. and the little uh, dotted polka dot chief. Okay. Neck chief. All right. He was my favorite because he was, uh, seemed to be more animated than the rest of the dinosaurs. He looked like he was having a stroke too. <laughs> yeah. But he was like jump. He was like swaying his body around. Like maybe he was going to fall over at any minute. And he, he was getting zapped while he was having a stroke. <laughs> Damn you. <laughs> okay. Uh, are we ready to get into this? Uh, yeah. Oh, I should also mention, though, there is a restaurant in Houston, Texas named Theodore Rex. Mm, okay. Why would you do that? It, like, on, intentionally? Because of uh, this movie? Or is it just coincidence? You don't know, do you? I don't know. Yeah, well, no, it came up immediately when I searched Theodore Rex, and it's like... <laughs> Wait, what? A restaurant in Houston? And it doesn't open until five, so it's like a. It's got the top search result in Google. Like Google's trying to bury this movie, like self censorship yeah. or censoring in the internet for this, the benefit of mankind. New Line Cinema, who's known for turds, is like, we got to get this uh, restaurant pumped up on the Google results. This is worse than our normal shit. Right. Okay. Once upon a time in the future, uh, a guy named Kane. No, no, you skipped over it. Once upon a time in the future, tomorrow yeah. at midnight. Right. 
That's one of the like Los Angeles Times review starts out was they lost me in the opening scroll. Right. Um, anyways, the plot of this movie is that this evil billionaire named Kane has at some point basically everything went extinct except for people. And he started bringing species back to live with people because he's a animal lover, I guess. He's like PETA, but with lots of money and questionable ethics. Sure. Um, started resurrecting extinct species starting with the dinosaurs and then made them smaller and could speak smart enough to perform mundane tasks and have horrible lives like the rest of us and not eat people yeah and um live in apartments and wear clothes and have long arms and poor senses of humor and really poor senses of humors and hopes and dreams um and so he's not real cool with all of what's going on so he wants to shoot a rocket into space that will block out the sun, causing an ice age where then only the only things that will be alive will be him, his doctor assistant, his Lance Hendrickson, and dinosaurs. Yeah, or other animals. But he hasn't resurrected any animals. He yeah, he said two. that they did, they did the whale, dinosaurs, and uh, they were getting ready to do the raccoon. Okay. And they done the elephant. Right, right, right. To live in the current world. But when he goes to his cryogenic freezer chamber, he's only got dinosaurs. So I want to know what the decision was to bring back raccoons as opposed to another creature, right? Like, okay, raccoons are next. We haven't had enough trash can ratings lately. Right. Uh, you know, shit being stolen from your house because you have a dog door. Disease. Disease. Um, they must just be down at the bottom of the list if they're getting ready for the raccoons. I think dinosaurs is probably where you want to start. You know, be at the bottom of the list. They eat people. I'm not real cool with that. I don't want to live with dinosaurs. We don't know that they eat people. Um, I guess not. Yeah. <laughs> I could assume pretty good that they'd eat people. Yeah, I mean, given the opportunity. I mean, I've never seen a shark, but I could assume that... Well, sharks eat people. It would eat me if well, I, given yeah, the opportunity. People have been eaten by them. Well, sure. No one ever got ate by a dinosaur. Um, you tell that to the other dinosaurs. Well, they're not people. <laughs> they're dinosaurs. They're people in this movie. <laughs> sure. Okay. Um. So, Whoopsie Goldberg is a gun. Uh, she's a cat. But like a future cop, she's like a she's robot a special cop. agent. Yeah, she's a Bioware, like the video game company. Like she's a cyborg person. Yeah, I think she hooks up directly to the interface of police, uh-huh. which is like a fucking operator. It's like okay, yeah, all right, yeah, like yeah. So she's you a phone. Skip past the the desk lady if you have direct internet access. I think she got a cable modem implanted into her butt. They downloaded 16 megabytes of information directly to her brain. Yeah, she's the pretender. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, and who? Uh, what else is going on in this world? She's a like, racist. Or she's a speciesist? Yeah, speciesist. Because uh, she don't like dinosaurs. Right, we'll get to that. You're, you're jumping a little bit ahead there, um, sport. But there's also like future crime in this in this world we're doing a little bit of world building here jackie because oh. they uh, didn't right um there's like body snatching of of clones like people clones yeah and i guess they sell their guts on the black market 
Probably. To make more clones? Maybe. This movie's starting to sound pretty uh, like Blade Runner-esque right now. Like, so, wow, maybe this movie doesn't stink. This is a complex world that yeah. this movie's built. No. <laughs> no, that's not it no. at all. Um, Now let's get to Ted. He is a dinosaur. <laughs> that, He's a dinosaur with no warning. W- yeah, right. Because this movie doesn't, in its opening scroll, which is supposed to... If you're going to have one of these, they're usually used for exposition. Right. This one wasn't. It said, somewhere in the future, tomorrow, tomorrow. <laughs> two hours ago, here's a dinosaur. Right. Who's got a dog and he's taking a bath. What is Ted? What's his job? He works for the police department, but he's not a cop. He was the press director or something. He's a PR guy. Yeah. Or is he just like a, a like he's a he's the token dinosaur guy publicity stunt like he like sure. hey yeah. the police he's, is being equal opportunity we got a dinosaur on payroll yeah and he's the, a token dinosaur okay and then they put him in PR rather than real police work but right. he he wants to be a cap yep let's yeah. be a real cap We've got a poster of a dinosaur detective on the wall right it looks like a comic book from this world or sure something. not going to be a big seller I don't think yeah dino cap <laughs> <laughs> maybe it would be done properly <laughs> I mean you know. I don't care. It's probably God. This if, if it was a Stegosaurus, it could have a bunch of hats on its back, you know. So that way, when it went to places, be like, "Hold on, I gotta switch my disguise." Dun-dun, then just put on a different hat. A dinosaur master of disguise, <laughs> and, yeah. and the entire disguise is a hat. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and then he comes in and he's like, "Excuse me," you're like. Did you just see George Clooney walk in here? <laughs> he had a hat on. A hat on. <laughs> really? Because I thought that, that was Pee Wee Herman. Yeah, I wow. get confused by hats. Yeah. It's a nice hat. <laughs> the man of a million disguises <laughs> and hats. George Clooney just ate the waiter. <laughs> Are you sure that wasn't B. Arthur? I mean, the hat is really throwing me off. Yeah. Here. Okay, I'm ready. It's like, it's like Marcus Brody of dinosaurs. Uh, all right. Um. So the movie starts out with. Kane's guy, Lance Hendrickson, walking through a trash forest. Stephen McCaddy. Yeah. Peter Weller. Yeah. Uh, a trash forest in search of a dinosaur. He's got a gun. With The dinosaur's got a gun? No. Stephen McCaddy has a gun. Okay. He's also got a butterfly. Yeah, the butterfly's deadly. Yeah. But it's all just a dream. <laughs> well, the butterfly lands on this fucking dinosaur's nose and explodes. Like it's an exploding butterfly. Yeah you got a gun yeah why don't you shoot it but then it's all just a dream and it's abruptly cut to but it's not a dream i guess not no this is the this is the whole case is this because dinosaurs are connected that's true theodore rex wakes up and he experienced the dream he knows that something has happened to this other dinosaur that was murdered by an exploding butterfly because at some point in time dinosaurs became empaths yeah and one of the things that makes this jarring transition more confusing to me that i didn't realize that is because i can't tell the difference between the dinosaurs 
I thought that was Theodore Rex. No. That's yeah, me the too. Corpse. That's, that's the corpse. Yeah, I get that now. I mean, but why? That's your problem? They're impasse. I mean, fucking put them on the bridge of the Starship Enterprise. Yeah. What the fuck? They got superpowers. When? Is that also something that Kane like implanted in them? Like, oh, I want them to have empathy. Yeah. Like, they touch stuff and they like have that weird Christopher Walken thing going on. Yeah. Uh, when they got done, they're like having this like supernatural seance, and he's like, "They're more beautiful and more human than human now," <laughs> and they knock shit over with their tails. That too. <laughs> I don't get it. Um, so anyways, he's like, oh, well, I think there's a dead dinosaur. I better call in HQ. Hey, HQ, is there a dead dinosaur? They're like, yep, totally, but you're not a detective, so fuck off. And he's like, okay, well, I'll come on down. He's at the clown park. Yeah, yeah. So he gets all dressed. He goes down to the crime scene. So all of this has, this whole movie that we're going to about to describe has stupid shit happening constantly around it that we can't even keep up with there's so much stupid shit happening like him taking a shower and getting dressed and brushing his teeth is an entire comedic nightmare he doesn't brush his teeth he thinks his breath smells fine right whatever whatever looking in the mirror shaving putting on his fucking shirt whatever happens in the sequence all sucks jackie he has gingivitis and i don't want to talk about it (laughs) he also has a cookie shooter <laughs> yeah, shooter. this is important. He, go, plot he, he stuff loves here. cookies for the first twenty or thirty minutes, and then that disappears. But yeah, he's about to leave, and he's like, "Cookie shooter!" And then this cookie shooter shoots a cookie at him, and he's like, "Macadamia!" <laughs> and then you're supposed to laugh at that. And you're like, "What the fuck is going on?" And you're really confused because you were just told in the future tomorrow, two hours ago. Bam, by the way, dinosaurs, and that's not Lance Henriksen. You're just scratching your fucking head. Ooh, how does anything connect? All right, so elsewhere, Whoopsie and her partner are busting up uh, these body snatchers that appear to just drive down the street in into, a truck. Into dragnets. Into dragnets. Because the cops are waiting for them. They already knew the crime was going to happen. Right. If they go up the street two blocks, they can stop the whole thing. Right. But the, the body snatchers thing is to just drive into people and shoot them. Yeah. And then grab them off the street. Like, uh huh. Yeah, you're going to get caught here, guys. Not if you're undercover as a dump truck. Oh. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> They're able to use the same dump truck for two different things in this movie. Yeah, that's if you true. Noticed. Yeah. <laughs> really got the miles out of that one. So they go in and they're like, free suckers. And then a shootout happens, which ends up they botch the whole fucking thing. Yeah. Like two cops get the drop on body snatchers. Literally, because they like have magic Batman repelling devices. Right. And then they drop onto the truck and into the truck. And then somehow end up outside of the truck. Well, it's because they're shitty. The one guy just lands on the roof and he eventually just falls off because he sucks. Uh Uh-huh. And then... Whoopsie gets into a uh, point-blank gunfight where no one gets shot and she falls out of the back. I don't know how. There's, this lasts for like five or six minutes. It's, it's supposed to be super exciting. Right. But all that happens is what I just said. One guy falls out the front. She falls out the back. Uh-huh. There was some gunfire, and uh, the bad guys get away. They don't get away. The truck crashes into some water bell- barrels and then explodes. Oh, then it explodes. 
Well, they run away though. Oh, right, yeah. right, right. And then the the truck just explodes. Ah, and they blame each other yeah. for it. Like yeah, you're out of the front, you're out of the back. Ugh, they suck. Um, at the Dino murder scene, um, Dino side, Dino side. No thanks. I'll have the fries. <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> How long have you been holding on to that one? About two minutes. <laughs> so, he Theodore Rex is like, I want to be in on this case. I know what's going on, and I can help. And they're still like, oh, fuck off, you stupid dinosaur. They're also having dinner at the museum. Who is? The commissioner. The commissioner. Right. Fancy, uh, fancy dinner uh-huh. honoring the king of... Dinosaur creation guy. <laughs> yeah, I can't say it any better than that. Uh, elsewhere, Whoopsie has found a stray dog and takes it over to this hot dog kid. Mm-hmm. And she's like, hey, hot dog kid. Here's a dog. Here's a dog. Take care of it for me. You're my friend. And he's like, thanks, Johnny. You're my favorite customer. And then she come to my hockey tomorrow yeah. whoopsie and she's like maybe i'll try and she's like no do it okay I hey think do you, you want to meet my dad my dad's yeah. single you guys need to do it like he's doing it hey do you want to meet my d- dad is the camera on right now this kid stinks this kid is awful yeah, yeah. this is like the wayne's world get a new guy in here thing who is this kid he's got to be somebody's nephew no not the actor who's the character He's, He's just a mystery meat kid. Mystery meat kid. Yep. <laughs> He's a friend, which makes Whoopsie's character a human. Oh, she is a human man. She is a human man. Okay. That's that, a robot cop no, who has friends. Sense. Okay. Right. Uh, yeah. At the gala, Richard Roundtree, the commissioner, is uh, he gets told about the murder and... Introduces Ted to Kane, and Kane's like, I'm clearly a villain. Don't do anything to me. Uh, and then another guy who's related to Kane somehow and the cops, like maybe he's Richard Roundtree's boss, is like, how about giving the dinosaur the case? It'll be good PR. We'll, he'll be the first dino detective, and it'll be wonderful. But he's doing it because he thinks Ted is an idiot. Yeah. And so he's sabotaging he's the whole thing. He's trying to sabotage it. But, but Richard it Roundtree's like, okay, here you go, bud. And then inadvertently is like, you think you can sabotage a fucking case? <laughs> All right, Ted, you're on the case. You've got 24 hours. Oh, yeah, he's going to fucking figure it out that fast. Right, yeah. Prime time, prime time, gentlemen. Yeah, by prime time. By prime time. I don't know when you, that is. You've got less than probably a day. I don't even, I'm giving you an obscure period of time that doesn't even, it isn't even real. Get it done by sweeps. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <I mean, laughs> Yeah, I, I need to have this done before wheels on. I'm a wheel watcher. Jeopardy at the latest. Wait, Jeopardy comes on. Jeopardy's before. too hard. It's got to be on. Wheel. Got to get it before the wheel. Uh, he can only do this under one condition, though. He has to have a partner, and of course, it's Whoopsie. So she comes in. She's a real bitch to him. And he's like, I don't even have dialogue here. It doesn't make any goddamn sense. But whatever. She came onto the scene. She had scale face. Scale face? And she was like, you're a dinosaur. Oh, you mean like black face. Like. Yeah. Keep up wit. That's not funny. I'm. That's offensive. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see her yearbook? Oh, God damn it. <laughs> She's got scales on. 
Uh, not cool. Um, so their number, their first step is to go to the museum because that's where dinosaur autopsies take place. Yeah, they they get in there after walking around some dinosaur bones for that long are enough. Normal sized dinosaur bones. Yeah, and nobody, at no point does he go, "Why are the dinosaurs so big? And why am I just normal human size?" Yeah, he's not saying that. He's saying other things like, "I can feel the rhythms of the past." <laughs> And just other bullshit that doesn't make sense. And this goes on long enough that it may as well just flash filler right. over and yeah, over right. again uh-huh. until they get to this person who claims to be a dinosaurologist. A dinosaurologist. <laughs> who's doing the autopsy. Oh. <laughs> yeah, and of course she's your stereotypical well, she's autopsyologist. All, I guess. <laughs> she's, no, at, she's eating lunch over the corpse. They didn't. Yeah, she, she wasn't eating. Yeah, yeah she, she had a sandwich. Okay, yeah, yeah. she has to eat. Uh, but the other thing is, is she's like, oh, I haven't had time to do anything with this yet. It's the only thing in front of her. So she's really just <laughs> sitting there not doing her job, which her job isn't real because there's, it's not called a dinosaurologist. <laughs> and you wouldn't do autopsies on him even if you were. She yeah. just had enough time to hide the scotch <laughs> right. that she was having with her sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> this bologna's not going to eat itself. What did you have for lunch? Scotch and chip beef. Hold <laughs> the chip beef. <laughs> time, to, time to do some dinosauring. <laughs> Passes out with her head inside the corpse. I thought that smelled oh. bad on the outside. <laughs> I could put Luke in here. Cool. Um, Do you know if that dinosaur released its bowels on that table, mm-hmm. you're going to need more than just a mop and a bucket. Right. I mean, you saw what happened to Jeff Goldblum. He got trapped on an island with a dog, and uh, I believe that he was rescued by... Uh, Steve Zizou? <laughs> um, he turned it into the fly? Yeah. No, I walked up to a giant pile of dinosaur shit. Oh, yeah. I guess it, nothing really happened to him. It was Laura Dern that stuck her hand in the Triceratops shit. Then learned something from it. I like Jurassic Park. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot better than this movie. <laughs> Let's talk about that for the next 10 minutes. Um, So... She's like, I don't know what to do about this dinosaur. And he's like, hold on. Let me use my empath powers. And he sticks his hand on the dinosaur and he starts freaking out and like hawking up loogies and stuff. And then making weird sounds. Yeah, And he's like, oh, hey, there's a butterfly wing stuck up his nose. And he pulls this wing out and like, here, figure this shit out. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> I got the evidence. Here it is. Thanks, I guess. Right, so they got a guy who can rebuild everything, and that's how they they're gonna they send it to the guy that can track what this thing is. They give it to her to send to the place that they are going to go directly to. Right, right. Because they're dicks. Right. Well, first they got they gotta they gotta take a pit stop because they have to go to this dinosaur nightclub. Yeah, that there's has nothing to do with the movie. Well, they, he was able to empathically figure out that that was that he was like the married to the lady or something. Uh, that oh, the dead the dead dino. It was originally thought that he was dating Molly Rex. Okay, because they lived together, and uh-huh. so then they assumed, okay, they're not dating; they're married. We got to go down to the extinct club and see what's happening. Right. And this is where we get all of the other dinosaurs that live in town. Yeah, pretty much. And I loved this bar. 
Oh, you loved it? This... This the bar scenes for the dinosaurs were the best scenes in the whole movie. Yeah, that's not really saying a whole lot. No, it though. doesn't. I did break apart hysterically in this sequence, not because the comedy that they were trying was working, but because my mind finally broke apart with uh-huh. con- just sheer and utter confusion as to what was happening. Nothing makes sense inside of this place. No, the dinosaurs are so not dinosaur esque that it's like <coughs> reality bending well they like soft skins some of them yeah that's what they call the people yeah but then like their reactions to whoopsie like one guy just keeps belching in her face yeah and And then turning around and eating peanuts the other one's giving her the dino eye as jackie called it (laughs) yeah it's like armin Mueller strahl's character in an effort to create a super race of dinosaurs made a few mistakes on the way they're all pervy. Yeah. <laughs> and then the and last weird. one that hits on her is this dinosaur with, and it's nothing but teeth. Yeah. And it's like smiling at her like, hey, she's like, not with that mug. She he, walks off. He says something, but. Yeah, it most of the like dialogue that. is intelligible. And that's not just with the dinosaurs. Right. I, I have no idea what's going on in this place. Anyways. The singer comes out, and it's, I guess, hubba hubba. Like, the dinosaurs start freaking out, like, you know, like uh, that horny wolf in the bar. Yeah. Um, But they're just, like... Is she hot for a dinosaur? She takes her hat off when, when it cuts back and forth. I can't Wait, tell. Wait, she took her hat off? Who is she? <laughs> yeah, that's... That's not George Clooney. George Clooney. <laughs> <laughs> you clever minx i think you're a girl <laughs> uh yeah when she takes her hat off and it starts cutting back and forth between the headshots of her and theodore it was a mistake to do headshots because you can't tell who's who right after about the third cut you're like wait i'm lost right it's not exactly like bugs bunny dressing up as a lady bunny no. <laughs> I mean, she's pretty she's pretty uh man she's just a dinosaur she's a dinosaur <laughs> And, <laughs> it's not really my thing to be attracted yeah. to dinosaurs. I mean, I'm sure it's for somebody, but it's not sure. my thing. You know, those cake sitters, they probably like uh, cakes and sitting in them. <laughs> yeah, they don't like dinosaurs. No. Does anybody like dinosaurs? I mean, everybody <laughs> likes dinosaurs, but nobody wants to have sex with one. That's the thing. Dinosaurs are awesome, but they're not hot. Um, I don't know. There are some floozies in this bar that are shaking what they got with the dinosaurs. The ones dancing with the long neck. And she's like, yeah. I'm just going to get some land before time terminology in here. <laughs> yep, it's true. And she was all stroking his neck like, oh, yeah. Do dinosaurs screw? Yes. Yeah. Well, I don't did, know. Did they, like, have we don't know anything sex. about them. They died like a long time ago. And we've got bones that are like, yeah, we think we know some shit about this, but really we don't. <laughs> yeah, I mean, do they do it like the like cows do? <laughs> I mean, like, do, do they, two brontosauruses stacked on top of each other? Like, wouldn't, like, the earth crumble? <laughs> <laughs> when the dinosaurs screw, it is the grass that truly loses. Right. Um, yeah. It's like a boom. <laughs> I know. They, I think they do, in fact, do it like they do it on the Discovery <laughs> Channel. <laughs> you and me, think, baby. I didn't think that was going to go over as well. <laughs> Next on Discovery, Dino Screwing. <laughs> yeah. This is how we think they did it. <laughs> Voices by James Cameron. Yeah. James Cameron. <laughs> I guess he's done weirder things. <laughs> yep. uh, you know, nobody ever talks about Dino's fucking. Nope. <laughs> 
think it's a, I think it's a subject that we need to broach. I think it's time yeah. in society that we have this discussion. I think we should write a Kama Sutra book for dinosaurs. <laughs> Just have like pictures that we drew. Yeah. They're not even very good. They're like stick dinosaurs with hats on. Yeah, yeah. Like, Sam drives a tank. If you put hats on them, we won't know they're not people. There's like jet fighters up in the sky. Yeah. That's what happens if you let me draw anything. There's, there's gonna be tanks and jets. The sun's got a smiley face on it. Yep. Position one. Is that a kid skateboarding on that dinosaur's dick? Yep. Position two. The kid is still on that dick. Okay. All right. Um, so they go backstage. They tell her that her dinosaur friend, whatever lover, is dead. And she's like, oh, no. He wasn't my husband. And T-Rex is like, oh, yeah. Thank God. You're single. And I'm going to do things to you later. No, he's not. No, he's not. Um it's Carol Kane that's the dino. Yeah. yeah. It's too bad for her. Sucks, man. Yeah. Fucking sucks. <laughs> Carol Kane's the greatest. Not here. So then she tells them about New Eden, uh, Kane's company. Like, oh, he worked for New Eden or he was hanging around New Eden or I don't even know what the fuck he was doing, but go check out New Eden. So they got a clue. Yeah, but I think he worked there. Yeah, it's too late at night. They got to split up for the and, and get back together at, on the morning. But on Teddy's way home, the people that are only because at one point, not Lance Henriksen and Stephen McHattie's like to Bud Court, you got to watch him. Right. So he, instead of doing that, gets his grass men to fuck with him. They jump on his truck and start taking it apart and then cover it in shaving they cream. They just zap it. I mean, they TP his house in a manner of speaking. I don't get it. And then she shows up in an Aerostar because it's for the future. Right. Of course. And uh, is like, why didn't you go home? And he's like, oh, I got shaving cream on me. I don't know what happens here. Not really much because I think that's the end of the scene, and then it just like cuts to something else. Well, I don't, I don't know what they accomplish. The the villains, like, what did they do? They fucked with him. They fucked with him. That's it. But they weren't supposed to. They were just supposed <sighs> to. They weren't even supposed to be there. Right. The one guy is just supposed to watch him. Right. Um. While this is taking place, Whoopsie goes to this place called the Medivac, and oh god, discovers that somebody else, the this other dead person the first dead person what first dead person the, the one... guy from the truck in the very beginning the yeah. guy from the truck yeah the yeah. guy that got shot in the back and was gonna get body snatched yep. yeah that's okay. this guy all right but and he's wrapped up like a mummy <laughs> right they couldn't get the original they couldn't get the original back. guy and there's gotta be a better way to do that right it's just like that's what you came up with huh uh-huh. uh it turns out he's a clone and so, but he's got the same registry number on his molecules, his New Eden stuff, and so Isn't it's all—it's all tied together. It's I guess. supposed to be science, but he's like, "Yes, I read this man's DNA, and it says his name's Mark." <laughs> that's kind of how it plays right. out. Well, his like, name's Adam. Okay, yeah, but that's it. His name was in his DNA. Oh, okay. Okay, it's all tied together to the dinosaurs. Did you find out anything useful? Because that's not when he pooped. He ate raisins. 
Like he <laughs> eats raisins on the toilet? There's raisins in his poop. We know he oh, ate raisins. okay. Yeah. Miss Slippy's car is green. Uh, so the next morning they go to HQ and they get yelled at because they got shaving cream on a van. Because the car got destroyed. Yeah. It got shaving cream on it. They pulled some wires that they could be replaced. They pulled the sirens off. Yeah, they stuff. say that the car is destroyed. Yeah, I don't know about that. Then he gets new clothes. And this sequence is bonkers. Like, this is- there's a room at the police HQ where if you get shaving cream on your truck, you go in and stand on a Star Trek transporter where Scotty programs in your clothes for you that then appear on your body. I really want to accuse this of being, I know they didn't have access to Paramount stuff, but it is a transporter room. It certainly looks like. It really looks like they redressed their transporter room. But I don't understand the concept here. Like, is it because dinosaurs have shitty arms and they can't put on their own pants? He wears normal clothes at the beginning of the movie. Uh Uh-huh. Why doesn't everybody have... So do we have clothes or do we have clothes-making magic devices? Like, do people go into these things as well and get new clothes or is it just dinosaurs? I, I think that they were supposed to be making him undercover. This is where you go if you're a police officer and you need to go undercover. So these are disguises. Yeah. You know what this they is need the to... hats. <laughs> yeah, like, ah, I was going to say, if they wanted a real disguise, they needed to use a hat. Because <laughs> they didn't give him one, and I can still tell that he's a dinosaur. Uh, it's so fucking weird. Um, It's also a bit of... You can just tell that when he wrote it, uh-huh. he was like, this is comedy oh, man. gold. Oh, yeah, especially when, uh, when they make him... Uh, the Mexican. Oh yeah, it's horribly racist. Where he has the the mustache and everything, uh-huh. and he's like, "Oh, see you, Camille." And they do it for several different races. And, I, and yeah, I guess when you get new clothes, it also like you like become one with the clothes, kind sure. of like it changes your personality. Yeah, it changes your nationality. <laughs> yeah, from dinosaur to Scotsman. <laughs> yeah, you become a Scot. Because uh, that's what nationality he is: dinosaur. <laughs> From Dino Nation. Uh, man, it's weird. Um, so they then they get a new truck. It's a garbage truck. <laughs> it's dump truck. They didn't even bother to take the garbage out of the back. They're just There's like still trash eh. inside of it. Yeah. And he has to ride in the smooshy part, yeah, like has, where the garbage gets crushed. Yeah, but then there's an open back, so the garbage just gets crushed into the cab. Right. It's like that. It doesn't work. No. Like, all of our garbage people would be dead if the garbage could just crumb in and crush the driver. Yeah, it would shoot them out the windshield and they'd die. It'd be horrible. Killed by a McDonald's box. Killed by intended use of the device. Right. Oh, man. The, it would be the worst death at my house because I have four dogs. A lot of dog poo? Yeah. You wouldn't get killed by it. You would just be, like... <laughs> <laughs> just bags of poop. Mm. You um okay, all right. Where are we in this thing? Either the dump truck. <sighs> yeah, they go play hockey. Yeah, yeah. They go meet the hot dog kid at his hockey game, which and... isn't. It's like a fucking glam fighting tournament or something. Like yeah. they're not playing hockey, right? They're they have like face paint. Uh huh. Yeah, it's like they're uh, the neon gang from Batman Forever. Yeah, I think right. they're gonna just beat the shit out of these two cops. 
that's why they were really invited come meet my dad yeah, yeah. Uh, your lunch meat pig yeah you're like we're gonna beat up the cops and then they're like we can't tell if these are cops because one's wearing a leotard <laughs> and the other one's a dinosaur <laughs> with a hat on who is he <laughs> um and they're getting spied on by bart bud court bud court barton fink brewster mcleod brewster mcleod uh and so now Kane knows about the hot dog kid. Like he's got uh, a little bit of intel, some reconnaissance on Whoopsie Goldberg's private life. Sure. Also, we realize this is the part where when he's writing it, he's like, this is when I lock Theodore Rex into the hearts of all of the children right. who watch the film because he scores three simultaneous goals with his tail. Yes, exactly. And what's more awesome than that? High fiving, falling oh. down. Yeah, uh, <laughs> pizza. Changing Milk your hat. That's barely cold. <laughs> is more awesome than that. Anchovies. <laughs> yeah, barely, barely, barely. Okay, uh, we're gonna skip ahead a little bit. Uh, eventually, this hot dog kid gets nabbed because, of course, you know he's uh, cannon fodder. We can't skip ahead because nothing happens. Right, right. Yeah. They go to the dino funeral, which in dino world, they, they, it's like tomorrow. As soon as you find out that your friend is dead, you have the funeral tomorrow. But the funeral is actually getting liquefied, right? In fact, right. of flowers that you're going to eat later. And you take home right. with you the so that everybody life. gets to take home a piece of you. And eat you. Uh-huh. And yeah. then churn you into poop. Uh-huh. Uh, it's people. It's people. But they're not. They're dinosaurs. With hats on. <laughs> Are some, they only some of them have hats on. It could on. be people. Yeah. I'm confused. The French dinosaur. Because they got hats on. He can't got be French. French he's a dinosaur. Snow <laughs> <laughs> Canada like French Canada. What? <laughs> he's like, okay, girl, you just sit down. It's a funeral. So after the funeral, of course, he goes on a date with Molly Rex. Where they end back back at his place. And she moves in. And she moves in and becomes his dino wife, I guess. I guess. Because he puts a ring on her finger, and now she lives there. She can't afford her apartment anymore because her roommate's dead. Oh, okay. All right. She wasn't that successful of a lounge singer. How much does it pay to fucking sing at that place? I don't think the grunters are paying, like, tipping high. (laughs) She drinks it all away. She looks like a booze hound. Sure. Mean, <laughs> probably a hose hound too. <laughs> Working down that dino wiener. Do they have wieners? I'm thinking. <laughs> I don't know. Does their boner have an actual bone in it? <laughs> Consult <laughs> the science. It does not. <laughs> We're gonna have to take a stinger madness field trip to the uh, Smithsonian and yeah. check out some dinosaur bones. <laughs> and just ask questions that are. Not relevant to anything other than this movie until we get kicked out. Um, yes, I would like to have a meeting with your dinosaurologist, yeah. please. No, I'm a, I don't want to talk to a paleontologist. I need to talk to a dinosaurologist. Yeah. What, Somebody a what? I'm sorry. A pa- I don't know what that yeah. is, but a dinosaurologist, I believe. Okay. Let's see, okay, well, you call yourself what you want. Let's get down to here. Um, how do they do it? <laughs> We've drawn some pictures here. We published a book called Dinosaur Common Sutra. Yeah, position three is really just him... Sort of 
jacking off in a wide pattern around her. Is this going to happen in real life? <laughs> How realistic do you think this book is, Anna? Just give it a, a, each page a rating from 1 to 10. We know the tanks aren't very realistic, but they are sweet. Yeah, no, this one right here is a, the Jets on its side because they're playing Rock Me Like a Hurricane. It's the air show. Don't, the dinosaurs can't even fuck right now because they're too busy watching these awesome Jets. It's the fucking Blue Angels. That page just got music that comes on when you turn to it. <laughs> so weird. <sighs> I think we had some of the GHP bomb yeah. last. <laughs> Fucking good stuff, man. Okay. Um, <laughs> so she gets spied on as well. They They know that Molly Rex is living with him. Um, so they head back to the police headquarters and they get the butterfly clue that says, hey, this whole butterfly was made by this guy named the toy maker and it's go see him. He lives in Ninja Town. <laughs> <laughs> uh, was it Ninja Town or Ninja Street? I think it was Ninja uh, Street. On the Ninja Grid. <laughs> Ninja Grid. <laughs> He's in the Ninja Grid. You don't really see a lot of people that live there. And no, it get it because ninjas sneak around. Ooh. Wasn't it like, yeah, he's at the dead guy warehouse on Ninja Grid. Mm-hmm. You're like, mm-hmm. what? Indeed, because that's where they go. They go inside to the dead guy warehouse where you get cryogenically frozen, I guess. There's a bunch of welding tanks and then some puppets that don't make any sense. This is mind-meltingly strange. This, this actually makes you feel like you're on drugs for a second. Right. It's baffling because the desk clerk for the cryo center is a four-inch man that lives inside of a bag <laughs> the doctor's bag purple and he's got different sized eyes he kind of looks like a frankenstein doll yeah is he a muppet yeah he's supposed to look like beaker i think is close to without ripping off but then also like frankenstein at the same time yeah uh-huh. franken beaker and there's no context for it no it's just a guy who lives in a bag and she even says who are you he's like i'm the guy who lives in a bag yeah okay and then they have weird dialogue and he's like hey check out this caterpillar and then the caterpillar turns into a butterfly and says you guys are cool and flies off and the guy in the bag says i'm out of here yeah what cut to a different scene yeah so bizarre um, yeah, they follow the butterfly into the room where the toy maker's at. And uh, he then is like, hey, I'm the toy maker. I'm cool. And she's like, we know you're connected to Kane. He's like, you're right. And blows his own apartment up. Yep. Yeah, pretty much how that plays out. While pulling a Batman and falling through the floor. But he's not really through the floor because he picks his head up after it exploded. And they're like, oh, I got you. You didn't blow us up, idiot. He, yeah, looks up and he's like, yeah, that worked great. I'm like, did you just blew up all your shit? Yeah, that's your home, Everything. And And you didn't get them. They tiptoed away. That's how crappy your bomb was. Yeah. And you just got tail nabbed. Right. Because now his tail is good for something besides knocking shit over. Yeah, it's prehensile suddenly. For one second. Yeah. And then they waterboard him. Yeah, they fucking torture this guy. They don't (laughs) waterboard him. They farterboard him. (laughs) It's fucking terrible. Well, first they try to to use his dinosaur gingivitis. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. And the guy doesn't care. Then they hold him down and they fart on him. 
And then they sucks. It's awful. It's yeah. Awful. And then they put him upside down like they're going to waterboard him. But then he's just like, I'm going to eat you. And then bonks him in the face with his tail, and now he's dead, I guess. I guess. And then Oops. the caterpillar shows back up and quits. Right. That's it, boss. I'm done. And then we get to see the man in the bag go, what a mess. Because everyone, one person was so in love with those that they had to come back into yeah, the movie. Yeah, get those guys back in. They don't make any fucking sense, and it's fucking mind-numbingly weird. Um, But the hot dog kid and Molly have been kidnapped. They're back at the compound the new Eden compound and Rex and whoopsie find out about it. And they don't really seem to care that much. They're like, Oh, that's cool. We were going to go there anyways. Um, so they go back to new Eden and they have to kidnap Bert court, Bud court, Bud court. And he's got an airplane helicopter. It's that they used to fly into new Eden when they could just go through the front door. Like they did last time. When they were there. It's an aerial contraptomazoink. Right. They also have suspended Theodore in such a manner where they will not be able to land this craft without (laughs) killing him. (laughs) Well, they don't even land this thing because they just fly it straight into the building and crash. Theodore is dead. Yes, right. And they're like... The henchmen are like, freeze, and Whoopsie gets nabbed and led away, but then she really easily breaks free from him and then just goes outside. She uses her gun. You were in the room with the bad guy. You yeah. know where he's at. You were just in the same room with him. She's going for the kid. Oh. She doesn't... Why don't she get the guy and be like, where's the fucking kid? Even know where the... Oh, that right. The fucking guy that they farter boarded. Spills the beans and knows way more than he should. Yeah, but he, she doesn't. He doesn't know where the exact location this child is because they moved the child into a freaking chimpanzee's cage. Yes, with a chimpanzee, in and it. she just goes right to it. Uh huh. She how doesn't do grab that, a guy and be like, "Where's the kid?" Well, how do you think that chimpanzee feels? Everybody else in the cage was taken and frozen, right, to be part of the next generation, and they're like, "Not you, not, Bob. Not you." You're like, "Your hat boy. skills are not worth it." Three's <laughs> company, pickles. Sorry. <laughs> I'm a sad chimpanzee. <laughs> Why'd you name me Pickles? <laughs> uh, inside, Ted wakes up and Kane shows him his rocket and he's like, see this thing? It's going to bring about an ice age. You want to join us? We need a T-Rex. We already got Molly. So prepare to be frozen if you're cool and launches his fucking rocket into space. Here's what's yeah. up. Yeah. He goes, would you like to see some really bad CGI? Oh, yeah. Here it is. Yeah, woof. They dodged computers only to give us a late reveal, which is very bad. Yeah, right. Uh, whoopsie frees the hot dog kid, and th- then she chases away the goons that were following her with a device. Red triangle. Yeah. It's the go away triangle. She hits a. It makes a barely audible sound, and they fuck off. Yeah. They're like ah. It's the if you have one of these, use it an hour ago. She uses this after a prolonged shootout. Yeah. But okay, whatever. Yeah, it, it sucks. Um, they were done with those guys in the movie, yeah, right? 
And then Teddy uses his tail to free his wife on accident, sort of, whatever. Uh, She's not frozen. She's just yeah. living still, I guess. Yeah, I guess. It's fucking weird. But then Whoopsie gets shot by Lance Hendrickson. Not Lance Hendrickson. Stephen McCaddy. She goes offline. Like, she gets shot in the chest a bunch of times. And then he's like, are you shot? And she's like, no, but I'm pretty much off. So you're shot. No. I can't move anything but my face. I can only tell you so words of operational wisdom by Steven Seagal. <laughs> We're going to win because we have a superior attitude and a superior state of mind. Uh, can I have your gun? Nope. No. But use your brain. Uh, my brain is only the size of a peanut. Um, yeah, good point. Can I have uh, your gun? No, you can't. Please? Use your brain. Fuck. Use your brain. So he takes his brain out of his head and he throws it like a baseball. <laughs> Knocks he kills both down. the bad guys and then dies because his brain's out of his head. And everyone claps and the movie's over. No, that's not what happens. He gets a grappling hook, goes outside, <laughs> tosses it over a tree, and lands the grappling hook perfectly onto the seat of Kane, who's driving away in a Ford Ranger, lifting him out of the Ford Ranger seat and everything. Yeah. Which he made the grappling hook out of rebar from a building structure. But then when you look at the grappling hook, it's in the front of the seat. Uh-huh. So it would have went through King of Biology and killed him sure. instantly. Right. Yeah. But, but you know, he's alive. The, and he it, stick around the arm in the bottom of the And also, like, uh, not Peter Weller or Lance Henriksen, Stephen McCaddy, then crashes into an exploding sign. Right. And ah! he's, not in the, he's not in the movie anymore. The sign explodes. What? It's a billboard. Okay. Um, then he, Teddy's like, I got you. Give me your remote control that now just appeared in this film that's never been discussed that controls your rocket uh, and makes the rocket explode in space. Which is what it was supposed to do. Right. So they died? I guess the end of the world happens. Yeah, instead of the small amount of things that could have survived, he has instead killed us all. Thanks, Ted. You suck. That's why you don't make dinosaurs cops. <laughs> no, all... that's not what happens. He gets an award and a promotion. He's a real detective. And all and... of a sudden, it starts getting kind of cold. <laughs> <laughs> Chilly out here? I can't see the sun. It's dark out. All right. Maybe the sun's wearing a hat. <laughs> Is that, is that George Clooney? I always thought he was pretty bright. Dumb. Uh, All right. That's the end of the movie. Thank God. Uh, who wants to go first? For questions. So questions, here's questions, a weird questions. question, and it's tied into something I forgot in the uh, boring bullshit. Would the number change if you're Whoopi Goldberg from $5 million to $7 million? Is that enough to make you say yes to this thing? Uh, run that by me again. I'm confused. The number changed from five million to seven million to get her to do it. Uh, so the original offer was five million. She said no. No, she had agreed verbally. Okay. Then the guy sued her, and rather than because she agreed to it, well, backing out of the verbal agreement. Oh, okay, okay. Which was to do this buddy cop movie with a dinosaur for five million. Uh huh. So then she does it for seven. And you're saying what? Is I... two million dollars enough? I mean, not for if you. If I'm Whoopsie Goldberg, she's already sort of at this time. 
93. She what, can, what else is she up to? A sister act's right in there, too. Sister right? act. Yeah. yeah. I mean, she's... Jumping she, Jack Flash. That's, that's well not before. a good movie. Uh, but she's as hot as she can... A commodity as she is at until this probably time. probably today. Until this movie kills her. Yeah. Um. No. <laughs> yeah. I would have just fucking dealt with the lawsuit. Right. Exactly. Like, Your Honor... Sky wrote the last Starfighter. Fuck him. Yeah, look at this script, buddy. Yeah, it's a dinosaur. He he he. We're in court today, and he brought in a four-inch guy in a bag. Yeah, that's his attorney. His attorney <laughs> is the man in the bag. Uh yeah. My question is, who repopulates the Earth? Like, if the plan goes perfectly, there's dinosaurs and whatever other animals that can now speak and have disproportionate sizes to what they actually are and Kane lives and I'm assuming his doctor henchwoman and I'm assuming uh not Lance Hendrickson Does I think the- he gets to go even though the third wheel chimp can't right so are are they gonna make people maybe maybe Is- I think that they also have an, an Adam and Eve type situation where they have some other people that are going to do it for them. Clones? Yeah. Is that where the clones come in? Yes. Sure. To screw and make babies? Because yes. I don't know if... Well, then, then why not just keep the planet that you live on? Why do you have to wipe out humankind if you're just going to have humankind with dinosaurs again? Like, I what's his end game? I can't... It doesn't make any sense. King of the world? But then, then the world just, is stupid. It's the same as it was before. Just say, I'm the king of the world and get on the front of a boat. And He's already the king of the world. Yeah, he's already the king of the world. He's already Jimmy Cam. Yeah. <laughs> Jimmy Cam Cam. <laughs> I don't know. His plan sucks. Do Theodore and Molly get married? I think they got married in the apartment. Did they? Well, okay, so... They got engaged, I think, because no, he gave no, her no, a no. ring. Yeah, it's his ring. Dinosaurs clearly have different ways of doing big events than we do, as witnessed by the funeral. Sure. Uh, and the nightclub. Uh-huh. Um, I think that that's... They're married. Okay. She moves in right then. The right. ring goes on. They're married. They don't need a priest because, you know... They don't have one. They don't they have any. Dinosaurs. They got a guy in a bag. That's what they got. That's not even theirs. That's... The ninjas have a guy in the bag. Their spiritual guru is a stegosaurus. Uh, or no, a triceratops. Uh-huh. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, with some pipes. Right. It, none of it makes any sense. So, yeah, I think they're already married. Okay. So, do you think that they hired more dinosaur detectives after this? Like, did, did, did he make a giant leap in uh, progressive equalism for dinosaurs in... The police force and maybe yeah. the world. Probably. I saved it. I guess. From an unknown fate, really, because, I mean, uh, you saved it from being itself again, but we all would have died, so cool, bro. Um, Yeah, I'd say so. Is yeah. It, yeah, I guess so. I think she's fired, though. <laughs> sure. <laughs> well, not. I don't think they fired her because they rebuilt her. They rebuilt Whoopsie Goldberg? Yeah, to yeah. be faster and stronger. Yeah. <laughs> um, why did they, they rebuild her rather than just like fixing the hole in her tummy or whatever that made her go offline? She died? The right. robot lady died? Well, she needed new parts. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Yeah. 
It's like your car. Sometimes it needs a new fan built. So now that the king of earth is dead, like does society regress into just war, warring tribes? The only people that we see in this movie are Armin Mueller-Stahl, who's basically running everything. Uh -huh. He's the king of the world. And the commissioner of the police. Correct. So Richard Roundtree's now the mayor, too? Or I don't even... I don't know what's going on here. I don't either. Where uh, are all the people? The dinosaurs ate them. That's what happened. Maybe everyone <laughs> left Earth because when they got to here, they're like, wow, Earth is stupid. Let's leave. It is a silly place. Yeah, it doesn't take all these other threats to get, you know, space colonies. It's just one asshole making everything real dumb and we're out. All right. We got to make the call, kids. I got one more question. Oh, fuck. Why, what do you guys think that the statues were supposed to look like? The uh, balls? The the balls oh, with, that looked yeah. like they had bacteria on them? Outside of New Eden. Yeah. I, that kind of were maybe ovaries? It's ovary-esque. It is. I don't know. I have no idea. I wanted to make fun of it, but I just... It's too I I couldn't. Vague. Like, uh, what is it? <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> wow, that's an art direction fail right there. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, mm, put a hat on it. <laughs> Wait a second, that's George Clooney. There's two of them. Brown derby hat. Yeah. Okay, uh, the, we got to figure this out. Is he a monster bud? Can we put... T-Rex in the monster bud class. I think we cannot because he never befriends any of the children beyond hitting three goals at once. Right. True. Gwipsy Goldberg is a robot and she doesn't need buds. He, he doesn't. Every other monster bud is a friend to children and he is not. And the monster bud must be thrust upon the child. Yeah. Like the it's not the the, the it's if anybody was going to be a monster bud in this movie, it would be Whoopsie Goldberg. Yeah. Yeah. She's thrust upon the dinosaur. And fucks up his life. I guess. Sort of. Yeah, this is not a Monster Bud movie. Okay. Not a Monster Bud movie. Looks like a Monster Bud movie. It's it not a Monster Bud movie. Can't even do that. Yeah, indeed. All right. So, we got to call it. Recommendations. Jackie, I'm going to start with you. Do not. Okay. Fucking turd. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You hated this movie, huh? Uh, it was very hard to watch. It is. It is indeed. I unfortunately also, even though it's historically significant, yes. it's bottom 100 material, unless you're touring the bottom 100. This is a pile. It's It sucks. It hurts. It hurts to watch. It's vomit. It's vomity. It's vomit on your face, vomit uh, in your hair. Can't wash it out. You got, you got vomit dome. <laughs> one of the reviews on IMDb says that his kids got sick, like really ill. Like they started throwing up because of Theodore Rex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see that. Um, I read a review that said on Letterboxd, I, I should have checked the uh, person, nameless person, said the cinematic equivalent to an Arby's bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> I, Arby's bathrooms are nicer. <laughs> I, I disagree. Okay. All right. Well, uh, there you go. Uh, Sam, where are you at? Um, yeah, I, I was drunk when I watched the first... <laughs> 20 minutes of this thinking it was going to work. GHB Baja Blast. Yeah, exactly. I'm not, I'm glad we did it, but at the same time, I'm going to give it a do not. Yeah. And here's what I would say. Okay. If you want people to leave your house immediately, put this movie on. <laughs> this is, this is worse than Star Wars Christmas special. Oh, absolutely. Getting people to leave your house. Absolutely. This is one of the worst we've done. I mean, 
again, I, see, I, I keep when we go when we talk about the worst movies we've reviewed, I keep going back to Monster Buds, and this is Chomps level. This is, I think it's worse than Chomps. This is worse than Chomps. Is it worse than Mortal Kombat or Annihilation? I don't know. It's fucking close. It's real bad. This one might be the worst. It we, might we, be. We'd the have worst. to. We would have to go back and rewatch every shitty movie, it, and that's not going to. It fails its goals more than anything that we've ever done yeah. because it never had any goals right. to fail. Indeed. This one didn't make me as, as uh, angry to watch as some of the other ones that we've done, and I. Yeah. I'm not going to be able to tell you which ones those are, but I I have. My feeling is is that I have sat doing this podcast before. And by the time that we finished it, I was like, I'm going to fucking kill you. I think you were actually mad for three weeks over Jason X. Yes. Which fucking stupid fucking ass rules. movie. I love um, that movie. You know, so I'm going to, I'm going to go. It's not the worst one we've done okay. <laughs> because I am not sitting here going, I'm going to fucking kill you. Just, you know, afterward we hit the stop recording button over there. You're never going to think about this movie again. Are you? Oh, no, I'm going to suggest it to some unwilling, Ooh, unsuspecting yeah. asshole. Will it upon an enemy? Yeah, yeah like that's... somebody who has kids would be like, hey, do you want to watch Theodore Riggs? And then I'll be like, oh, you know what? I got to go. Your kid shat in my fucking house. You <laughs> fuck you guys. <laughs> yeah. I never told you about that, but I hate you forever. Yeah, your kid uh, threw my iPod in the toilet, so guess what? <laughs> Theodore Riggs for you, asswipe. Yeah. Uh, you're going to love it. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, there we go. Um. Speaking of how long we've been doing this podcast, we've got a little bit of you're wrong, idiot. Sure. Um, if you've noticed for the, like the last two months, I've been declaring that we've been doing this podcast for six years. Mm-hmm. I was wrong, idiot. Yeah, we're gonna reach the six. This is our the yeah. This is the end of our fifth year. Yes. Yeah. Or we're starting. We will be year. starting year six in April. Something like that. Wow, this is the longest I've stayed dedicated to anything in my life, including your husband. Ooh. <laughs> oh yeah, that guy. <laughs> Just kidding. All right, we got some listener feedback. Uh, coming... It's all about me. No, it's not. It's all um, about me. Uh, coming from listener Eric. Uh, Eric says, "I've had a favorite bad movie that I discovered in the late '90s, and it made all my fan." All my friends, all my friends watch at some point. It's a musical. It's from the 80s. It stars Pia Zadora. It's Voyage of the Rock Aliens. Imagine, if you will, a guitar-shaped spaceship is searching the cosmos for rock and or roll and comes across a music video featuring, featuring Pia Zadora and Jermaine Jackson. <laughs> but that is quickly forgotten, and the movie moves on the spaceship. The spaceship's crew, a band of aliens that look like low rent Devo, decide to come to Earth. Meanwhile, Pia Zadora is sitting singing on the beach with low rent stray cats. Meanwhile, Ruth Gordon is the sheriff in this town. Meanwhile, Devo encounters the stray cats, and there is conflict. Meanwhile, Michael Berryman is an escaped mental patient slash chainsaw killer. Meanwhile, Piazadora is torn between Devo and the Stray Cats at the high school cotillion. Meanwhile, a giant squid attacks the school. Finally, Piazadora, Michael Berryman, Devo, and the Stray Cats have to defeat the giant squid with no help from Ruth Gordon. Also, 80s music videos break out every 10 minutes. Wow. <laughs> that sounds like awesome. So uh, we might have to see if we can get our hands on on that and check yeah. that out for sure. But that's a recommendation from uh, uh, listener Eric for all of you and us. Um, Sam, you got anything this week? 
Yeah, I do the fucking Skyline bullshit. I watched both yeah. of those movies. What is Skyline? So Skyline was Brothers Strauss. Uh, they have a pretty decent um, computer animation studio. Uh, uh-huh. They do really good work when it's just that. They okay. uh, Name direct- something that we would know. Oh, fuck. They've worked on everything. They've worked on the Avengers. They've worked on okay. all sorts of shit. All right, um, all right. Especially with Pretty how mainstream stuff. Especially how piecemeal all that is now, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 20 studios animation wise on everything. Right, right, right. Uh, however, they do Skyline on their own, and the special effects are really tremendous. They did it in their apartment building that they lived in, and hmm. it's on a production level very good. In a movie, it's, it's, it's meh. Okay. Because it's. It's War of the Worlds, right? Sure. And so... What, f- what's this streaming on? Uh, they're both on Netflix because Netflix okay. just commissioned the sequel. Oh. So the S- Beyond Skyline is a uh, Netflix original. All right. Uh, but they put the first... And I was, I've been avoiding it because I was like, I really kind of want to watch the first one because Strauss the Strausses aren't involved with the second one hardly at all. Mm-hmm. Um, man, the special effects are great in the first one. for In terms of what they did with their budget... Holy shit. And I won't really bag on it too hard because it's just not that great. They at least for when they decided to do a small, smaller tale, all of these movies, Independence Day, all of it is just War of the Worlds. Sure. It's how you do War of the Worlds. Yeah. I mean, even to the point in Independence Day with the computer virus. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's just Mm -hmm. War of the Worlds. Right. And they decided when they did their War of the Worlds the first time that they were going to do it from... The perspective of a couple that were in love. And it's answered as to why, at the end, uh, with their introduction of the virus or whatever. Because you do wonder why the point of view is there other than just to be small. But they give you kind of a cute reason at the end. And you're like, was it good? Eh. But it, it's got bad reviews everywhere. Yeah. And the new one has good reviews. Oh. And the new one was horridly inefficient, breaks its own rules, has areas that don't make any sense other than to just have another scene. The new one is a pile of shit. (laughs) Like In terms of you watch them back to back and you like the second one better, maybe you like excitement. Sure, whatever. It is more of an action-oriented piece. Mm -hmm. But in terms of actual filmmaking, the second one's a turd compared to the first one. And the uh, consensus is the opposite that the first one, because it wasn't a big production or whatever, wasn't exciting enough. Maybe it was on the heels of something else that was uh, too, too good is seen and viewed rather poorly. Whereas the new one people seem to like, and it's, it's crap. Yeah. It isn't even good storytelling. Okay. So give me a one through three, do or don't one through three. Yeah. Skyline one, Skyline two and Skyline three. There's only two Skylines. Oh, I thought you said... Oh, you haven't seen the third one. There is no third one. So it's just Skyline and Beyond Skyline. God damn it, I'm confused already. There's too much complexity in this Skyline franchise. And it's really just War of the Worlds. Okay, so... Um, Only if you... I would just say don't. Okay, don't on both. Um, if you're, <laughs> no. I, would, I would definitely say don't on the second one, but the first one... If you're really into CGI and stuff like that, it's a good watch just because you're like, whoa, shit, this was X year in mid 2000s, only $10 million. You're like, whoa, that looks fucking good. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, they also directed AVP, which was a AVP 2, which was. Oh, God, AVP 2 is awful. Awful. That's why they don't direct things. They just need to do the special effects. Jackie, you got anything this week? Mm. I watched uh, The Blood Queen. 
the blood the blood queen is there like very, was anyone from the vampire diaries in this <laughs> no no so uh, instantly disappointing yes so this this movie took takes place in the 1600s i believe how does one become queen of the blood uh and it's about a royal person a noble person a noble okay. lady uh-huh. who actually takes these orphan kids from her village and kills them and bathes in the blood so that she can stay forever young. Okay. Fun. Fun stuff. And, you know, how she got prosecuted. And it's based off a true story. And, uh, <laughs> and true she story. became immortal and I am her. Of Rod Stewart. Of Rod forever Stewart. young. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, they say that she killed. They estimate that, that they can prove that she killed at least 650 children. Not possible. Didn't happen. That's fucking horse shit. That's what they say. Yeah, what the fucking mo- bullshit asshole movie says. That's fucking stupid as all goddamn hell. Whatever. Okay. Probably takes at least two kids to fill a bathtub. Oh, God. Jesus Christ, Jack. That's... <laughs> wow. Why? I'm just saying if, if she could get up there if she needed to. <laughs> so I'm I'm not saying that, the, that that's not possible. Uh, Yeah, okay. Uh, Maybe she's the Pied Piper. Uh, I don't know. Um. So what's the what's the verdict? Uh, I'm gonna give it a do. Okay, it very entertaining, and uh, very. It, it was a little dodgy here and there, but uh, dodgy. Overall, yeah. I liked it. Yeah, every once in a while the transitions are about squidgy. <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh, your grandma's videotaping it. <laughs> Drop the video camcorder. <laughs> Sometimes in the middle of the movie, the film just stops because it's dodgy yeah. and broke. <laughs> I'm going to review you know everything. The, I think you're using that word inappropriately. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to use that. I'm going to ever review everything like a, a, a soccer commentator now. <laughs> it's terrible. They know it. It's rubbish. <laughs> the mother knows it. They, they disown them, but they're going to get back up. They're going to do it tomorrow, but they'll still be rubbish. <laughs> uh, what was it streaming on? Uh, it is on Netflix. Okay, all right. I don't have anything uh, other than the Oscars are tonight for us, yesterday for you. We'll probably have a little bit of Oscar talk next week. I do want to let everybody know that next week, the next episode, no matter what movie Jackie chooses, we will be announcing the SMABFA nominations. And then a week after that, we will be having the SMABFAs. So there you go. Get ready for that. Uh, Jackie, as I said, it's your pick next week. What are you bringing? Bring in the heat. So uh, next week, we're going to be doing a a throwback from my childhood. Hopefully, it's still as good as I remember. Okay. Short Circuit. Oh, Johnny Five. Johnny Five, stay alive. I'm interested to see if it's actually good, because this was a phenomenon. Oh, it was a phenomenon, but I've heard some things that I think, uh, I don't think it is good anymore, and I think we might be angry at it. Yeah. You know, one of the things that is telling on a film that was that big is when it's not showing up in reruns. Yeah. There's a reason. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, Gutenberg will be back. And anytime you got the Gutenberg. <laughs> okay. Uh, watch Short Circuit this week and enjoy the Oscars. Write to us. Tell us what you think about the Oscars, uh, the winners and losers, because I think this movie or this year and movie set. And I want to see if you guys did like anything from uh, the Oscar nominations. So. And I'm going to throw out my prediction, even though that this will come out afterwards. Right. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say that uh, I'm. I really liked Bohemian Rhapsody. I I think that that should be the the pick this it's year. It's not going to win Best Picture. We should do one of those things like like you since we're not going to know, but tomorrow when this releases, everybody will know. I'll do one of those things where I make my prediction. Like I think the Best Picture winner is going to be the Black Klansman. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like you gotta cut it later. Cut it in. <laughs> That'd be fun. Yeah. All right, guys, get to the chopper. 
visit us at www.stinkermadness.com. Follow Stinker Madness on Twitter at Stinker Madness. Please rate and review us on iTunes and Stitcher. Thank you for listening and get to the chopper. I just wrecked everyone's afternoon. This is Theodore Rex, and I'm Sam. Stinker Madness. We're just doing it all over again. I don't know. That was rad. <laughs> Take two. <laughs>